Well, welcome to A Work in Progress. This is episode three of A Work in Progress. It's your host, Brian Priest, back at you again. And I'm joined by co-host Josh Keel. Josh, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Brian. Just excited to get started. Yeah, man. We've been talking. How long have we been talking about doing a podcast? It's it's been what we've known each other for like three years, right? Yeah, I feel like after the first six months of when we started talking about other podcasts, and then realizing that we were going to do one yeah. ourselves. Yeah, and we kind of we threw it back and forth, and then we've got our, our another buddy, Tommy, Tommy Swoop that. It wasn't able to join us tonight, but he'll he's going to join us on these these podcasts periodically. Yeah. So tonight, what we're going to cover is we're just going to do a little NFL action. We're going to talk about the over unders. I think all three of us, it's safe to say, enjoy a friendly wager. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, Josh likes to watch the friendly wagers and kind of egg them on between Tommy and I, but occasionally he'll get involved. <laughs> <laughs> so as i said this this podcast is going to be about the uh, nfl we're going to be doing over unders for each team we are using the fan graphs over under so if anybody wants to use that as a reference point go ahead and check that out but we'll get started in the nfc east and if you're following along we'll go through the nfc east to west and then we'll switch to the afc and go east to west as well so josh uh up first just alphabetically speaking, and certainly not in our hearts, with over-unders, we've got the Dallas Cowboys at nine. What you got? At, at nine? nine wins. I think I'll go under. You're going to go under? Cowboys. Why do you think under? Anything in particular? Why do I think under? Oh, I, sh- I should preface. Sorry sorry to cut you off, but let me preface this for the listeners. Uh, the, the plan was for this podcast is we want to do it blind. We We haven't done any research. We haven't specifically looked into any of the any teams or anything like that we just based on what we've heard over the off season what we might happen to remember from last season we're going to make these predictions and then see where it goes and don't worry i'm tracking it i've got a nice little excel sheet created and we're going to come back to this at the end of the year and talk a little bit about it there might be some friendly banter so just just for the listeners to know. all right so you've got the cowboys under so I'll go under. I think it'll be – well, is it nine and a half or just straight, straight nine? nine. I think they might get so, so you can even go even. So, I, okay, then I'll take even on that because my reasoning being, I think that they're going to struggle at the start of the year because of the situation they have with Zeke and trying to figure out their contract situation with Dez and Amari. I know they still have another year to sign with those Dez? other two. With Dez, with Dez, Dez, Dez Bryant, Dez. who didn't play in the NFL last year? I meant I – meant, uh, Dax, sorry, uh, they both Dax, Dax. quarterback. Dax. So, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I, okay, so, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. Says Prescott, Prescott, everyone calls him that. So, um, that's why, because the contract problems they're going to have. I don't feel like there's anyone who can really blow them out of the way in the out of the water in the East. But, uh, yeah, I think they'll have their own problems to get in their own way. I don't totally disagree with you. I So when I created this Excel sheet, we've been talking about doing this podcast for two to three weeks now. And when I, when I put this Excel sheet together, I put my own predictions in because I knew I'd be reading a lot about stuff. Uh, so yep. to be fair to, to the group, I put my predictions in three weeks ago. 
So at the time I chose, I went with the over uh, on the Cowboys. Right. Um, I honestly, I went with the over because I'm looking at this division and besides the Eagles, they suck. They do. They, it's they not are- a good division. I was running through that in my head. I was like under, and I was like, wait a minute. Let me think who those teams are. Because I was thinking, Eagles, okay, I'm good. And I was like, oh, Washington's got their new quarterback. He's going to suck. Oh, Eli, yeah, they got a Saquon in New York. Uh, I don't know. That's why I went with push. Because some of the other teams in the NFC itself could maybe can, can challenge them and cause problems for the Cowboys. But their actual division themselves, not too much of a challenge. Yep. I, and I agree. I think if I could – redo my pick i i would probably go with the the push or possibly even an under um so like i said i i chose over and to me we know we know dak is gonna play dak is is gonna do what he does amari cooper if he can give him what he did last year they'll be fine the the real big question mark is what you brought up with uh ezekiel elliott if if they can get the contract situation figured out and get zeke into camp then it's it's I feel good about my over. If they don't get Zeke into camp and he comes in week one or he even sits out some games, I'm going to lose this one. Yeah. That's, so, that's, it's them getting in their own way, not someone else getting in their way. Yep, exactly. Next, we got the New York Giants over under. I want you to predict what their over under is before I give it to you. I'll say six. Six? And, uh, you were pretty close. Over, they're five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. So I would still say under on that. Uh, we agree on that one. And I, I think the the best way for me to put that is Eli Manning hasn't been an NFL quarterback for three seasons. And they and all their wide receivers are already broken and the season hasn't started. And they drafted a quarterback who has been a running <laughs> joke since he was drafted at number six in Daniel Jones. Exactly. Could be a rough season in the Meadowlands. All right, so next in the NFC East, we've got the Philadelphia Eagles at nine and a half. Nine and a half. Someone has to win games in that division. So I'll say, I'll say that they go over, get to the 10 or 11 win mark. Okay. I also took the over on that. Um, yeah. I, I've got the Eagles. I, I like what they've done. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Eagles win 11 or 12 games this year. The question mark for the Eagles this year is, is can Carson Wentz stay healthy because they have no more Nick Foles? That's, I, you're right. That's, that's the main question. Carson Wentz hasn't stayed healthy for a full season yet. When he's been in the lineup, he's been great. Yep. So, yep. But I also, from what I've been hearing, just a quick uh, you know, side note on their quarterbacks, I think they really like their, uh, their new backup, Nate Sudfeld. It, okay. the, the word is they, they kind of like him back there and trust him. That's why they didn't pursue uh, some type of comp- compensation for Nick Foles, and they just let him go. Gotcha. But who knows? We'll see. And then last in the NFC East, we've got the Washington Redskins with the over-under set at six and a half. Yeah, I'd still go under because I think they're uh, – this is a little bit of cheating, I guess, because it is knowledge I have, but they have a really tough, like, first six weeks of the schedule. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get blown up, and I – I can't remember their quarterback's name. He used to be with the Vikings, right? This white guy. Well, it's, uh, uh, so they, the other guy. They've got they've got three guys competing for the starting job, which is never a good thing. Um, I, 
So let me think. It's so they they drafted Dwayne Haskins, I believe, sixteenth. He's out of Ohio State, and oh. then they traded for Case Keenum, who was an absolute dumpster fire with the Broncos last year. I'm plenty yeah. familiar with Case Keenum, and yes. then they've also got Colt McCoy. And besides having the the best Texas football quarterback name ever, yeah, he's not very good. Right. So. <laughs> Keenum goes out as their sacrificial lamb for the first six weeks to get him a good draft pick. Then they put Haskins in when the schedule lightens up. And so if they're going to go, you know, one and five, oh, and six range in the first six weeks. And so once they get to that point, they're not going to be able to recover and get back to the plus six plateau type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think that's probably a pretty fair prediction there. I, I have, I don't think I picked the, the Eagles on that one. So I, I picked. I went with over on the Eagles. No, I did because I said they win eleven or twelve games. Uh, yep. With the with the Redskins again, this this pick was I put this in about two or three weeks ago, and I yep. did it blind. I didn't know what was going on with their their left tackle. His his name is evading me at at this moment. But uh, Trent Williams, that's his name. Sounds like not only is he holding out, but he has no intention of ever playing for the Redskins again. He's he's the guy who, who thinks that the Redskins medical staff is trying to do him dirty, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know if you think – I don't know if I'd go that far, but he has been on record as saying that he doesn't trust them. Yeah. He doesn't trust the coaching staff or the medical staff. So tough to think that situation is going to work out. Right. Um, so I picked the over, but again, I think you're you're probably right with the under, but I like having some differences. Right. So we'll move on to the NFC uh, NFC North. Yeah. So first in line there alphabetically, we've got the Chicago Bears at nine and a half. Oh man. I'm gonna go under. Ooh. Mainly, mainly because I just don't trust them. Maybe because my lasting image is gold missing field goal upon field goal, but I just don't trust the Bears to be good. And so I feel like nine is their plateau, and it's nine and a half, and so I can't push. Okay, but, I mean, just a tangent on what you were saying. Robbie Gold is the uh, 49ers field goal kicker. That was – I want to say it was Cody Parkey. Oh, Cody Parkey. Oh, it doesn't matter. Opposite direction. Gold is good. Parkey sucks. The picture of the Bears missing field goals is what I picture when I think of the Chicago Bears. And I think Trubieski, I don't I don't trust him to be a good quarterback either. So maybe great and they might make the playoffs. In my mind right now, I don't trust them. See, I like Trubisky. I I didn't until a, a couple weeks ago. It, it that didn't change my pick on this. I picked the over when I set this whole thing up. Yep. I, so I went over nine and a half, but Trubisky, he, I, it, it feels like something's brewing over there with Mitch Trubisky. Um, I don't know if I trust any of their wide receivers, right. but they got they got running backs, they've got tight ends, and that that defense, if it can play anywhere close to what it did last year, the, yeah. the Bears are going to win over nine and a half games. The Bears are going to win that division, and they're going to win twelve games. So, I mean, that'll be interesting. We've we've already got so far, we've only agreed twice out of five teams. So we, we've got some nice, nice differences here, and we can look at it at the end of the season. So up next are the Detroit Lions, uh, coached by Matt Patricia. And uh, 
Whew. I don't trust him. I'm going to go yeah. way under. What's their under? Over under? Six. Yeah, I, I still go under. I was just curious what it was. Yeah, I go under. Same thing. I, uh, I don't know how anyone my age can ever have any belief in the Lions doing something. Right. Like, that's I just... mean, Matt Stafford is the best, probably the best quarterback in franchise history, and he's average. Yeah. Yeah. They had Barry Sanders for a decade and they still could, they still won like one playoff game. I mean, Barry Sanders retired in his prime because they couldn't protect. He had no faith in that team. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, moving on to the Green Bay Packers, their over under is set at nine. At nine? I'll take, I'll take the, over, but very trepidatiously because they got beef between quarterback and the system, and Aaron Rodgers is kind of getting old. But they got Jamal Williams, who's just, just a horse oh my by himself. So, I'll, okay, I'll Jamal Williams gets him to 10. See, this, this has always been my hesitation doing the podcast with a BYU fan. <laughs> uh, the, the fact that he's basing his over under predictions off of. Oh, this team has a BYU guy. I've done that one time. I've done that one time. One, <sighs> one time too many. <laughs> I can only imagine what you're going to say when we get to the Saints. <laughs> uh, no, I, I also have the over on the on the Packers, but I, I it seems like I believe in them a little bit more than you do. I Aaron Rodgers suffered. Uh, what what was it he had last year? He did something to his knee, and I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember what it ended up coming out as at the end of the season. But he he suffered a serious knee injury in the in week one against the Bears and played the rest of the season. Packers right. did miss the playoffs, but Aaron Rodgers is a top four quarterback in the league. Yeah, 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 and that's a like basing it off of how we're going off of memory that like just recency bias is Aaron Rodgers hobbling around on one leg looking old. Cause he's got a, mm-hmm. what probably should have been a season knee injury. Yep. So, so I think of Aaron Rodgers and I go, Oh, he's not as mobile as he used to be. If he's healed, he might be as mobile as he was two years ago. And then it's game changer for them. But in my, from my recent memory, that's what I think of as Aaron Rodgers. Yep. All right. Yeah. Understandable. Okay. So last in the NFC North, we've got the Vikings at eight and a half. Eight and a half. I'll take them on the over because I think they'll get nine, but just so just barely. Okay. I feel like they have a good defense. They have that uh, the quarterback, the quarterback they got from uh, Washington, right? Kirk um, Cousins. Kirk Cousins, who I don't. He seems like he plays well when his back's against the wall, but he doesn't have the franchise tag right now. So who knows what he's going to do. <laughs> Right, if you could play him under the franchise tag for three consecutive years, he really puts up numbers. Um, no, I, I've got the the Vikings over, but mainly be their their defense. I I think is really good. They brought back Anthony Barr. They've got a their defensive line lost a couple pieces, but they've got good linebacker group and a good secondary. Um, yeah. I don't love Kirk Cousins, but he'll he'll keep you in more games than he throws you out of. Well, they got good receivers because they got Thielen and they've got Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs are two of the best wide receivers in the league. So no matter who is at quarterback, <laughs> if the if he can throw the ball over ten yards, they're golden. 
Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, be- we both have over over on the Vikings. So moving to the NFC South, we got the Falcons at eight and a half. Give me one second. Do 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 do. Sorry, I had to I had to picture who was in who else is in the NFC South so I could make my no decision. Oh, so you so you're going under? You said I'm going, I'm going under. It's eight and a half. I'll go under on the Falcons. Okay. We yep. we both agree with the Falcons on the under. I I don't have much more to say about the Falcons. <laughs> the Falcons uh, basically, uh, Matt Ryan's pass is prime. They lost to the uh, Patriots. They'll never be good again. Nailed it. Carolina Panthers seven. Seven is yep. their over under. <sighs> I'll go over because I think they can get to eight and eight. See, I'm going over and. Assuming Cam Newton stays healthy, I'm going over, and and we're talking like 12, 13 wins. That is a good team yeah. in Carolina. I, I again, I'll, I'll reiterate that I made this pick long before what I'm about to before I learned what I'm about to say. But their defensive line yeah. is stacked. They they had a good defensive line. They've got DeForest Buckner that they built around last year. They brought in Don Terry Poe, and they've got they still have Kawan Short at at defensive tackle, they brought in Don Terry Poe and another defensive tackle. I, it's, I'm blanking on his name right now, but I think if if Cam can stay healthy, the Panthers are going to win ten games easy and could challenge to win the division. They got McCaffrey, yep. right? He's on the Panthers, not the yep. Christian McCaffrey. That. Yep, he's yeah. the the best white running back in the NFL. I would say. He is. Would you say he is number one on your list of people who didn't win the Heisman who should have? I don't care about college football at all. You're a oh, okay. BYU fan. So, full disclosure for our fans, Josh really isn't – Josh, besides baseball, Josh really doesn't care about professional sports. He's, uh, he's a right. BYU fanboy. He is a football groupie. Fair. So. I, like, I like sports. I just don't have a particular team I cheer for in the professional ranks. So you're not a fan. You're just reiterating what I said, Josh. Right, in a different way. I like the sport, but not the individual teams. I mean, you, you, I'm much more objective than you are, you're, is what I'm you're saying. You're softening the point that I just made, but in the end, you're saying the same thing. Come right. on. I like I like college football for the purity of it, for the people playing for the love of the game, not just paid mercy. Wow, New Orleans Saints. Ten and a half. <laughs> oh, obviously, oh, they got Taysom Hill, bro. Come on, come on. Who's gonna stop that Taysom Hill? Yeah, come on. Now. Michael Thomas just signed a hundred million dollar contract. They still have Drew Brees. Over. Agreed. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, six and a half. Six and a half. Ooh. I'm gonna go under. I don't think Fitzmagic and Jameis Winston can combine for seven months. Ah, we we. Agree on this entire division. I've got the Saints over ten and a half, probably winning the divisions, only challenged by the Panthers, and I've got the the Bucks under six and a half, but I think they're on the way up. I, I think the Bucks probably uh, win six games. I think the Bucks need to figure out. Well, this is the make or break year for Winston, yeah. right? And then they either, they either have it and they're going to build their way up. Or they don't have it with Winston, and now they got to cut their losses and figure out their quarterback situation because they have some decent wide receivers. 
I, I don't know if I would say you sound optimistic. I'm going to sound pessimistic and say this is the uh, break year for Jameis Winston. <laughs> oh, Jameis is, Jameis I, is done. I, I, Jameis is, is benched by midseason and cut that's what by too. Well, the week after the Super Bowl. Right. I, I don't think I don't think he'll make I don't think he'll make. I think he'll break. But that's what it is. That's the year it is so for him. And if we go to when we get to the AFC Mariota, same thing. Mm-hmm. Those dudes came in the same yep. year. Meh. So they got to figure it out this year or then the investment is no yes, longer worth agreed. it. Agreed. Very fair comparison. Okay. So the last division in the NFC, we got the NFC West. Arizona Cardinals set at five. Set at five? Yep. I'm going to say under. Okay. We agree. On the on the yep. under, they, they drafted Kyler Murray number one and – I got a feeling this Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury marriage in Arizona is doomed. I don't see that Kingsbury offense working in the NFL, man. I'll give you a hot take. It's either going to work this year and and go gangbusters for like eight games and it's going to look amazing while the defenses figure it out and then shut it down, or it's just never going to get off the ground. It might look – I look like something special at the very beginning until defense is figured out because they're professionals. They'll figure it out, but I don't have faith that it will get off. So the if ground. I were to, if I were to compare it to something, I mean, if you're giving it like an eight week timeline, what about like the, like the wildcat, the wildcat had, yep. had an eight like, to 10 week shelf life where it was very effective. And then defense has figured out, Hey, if we play a safety in the box done. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Hey, you know what? Instead of uh, playing our regular defense, spy on that running back in the backfield and let's see how that works. Yeah. Problem yep. solved. That's okay. So moving on, we got the L.A. Rams at ten and a half. Ten and a half. So defending NFC <laughs> champion, Super Bowl runner-up, Los Angeles Rams. I think they only got thirteen last year, right? Uh. Yeah, probably something like that. I can look it up if if you fill some air. I can look it up. Uh, no, it's all right. I'm gonna go under. Okay, you're going under on that one. Dang, I was go I was hoping I I might be able to get some some difference of opinion on that one since we so we disagreed on three of the first five and we've agreed on everything since one since. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, no, it's good. We'll see how we get to, when we get to the Forty Nineers. They haven't been like yeah, you guys. That's true. So we both got under on the Rams. Uh, my opinion, in, in short, I I don't trust Jared Goff. And Todd Gurley was the best running back in the NFL for 15 weeks last year. And then tendonitis creeped up. Guess what, fans? Tendonitis doesn't go away. Right. And, yeah, that, I think everything hit right for them last year, including in the NFC Championship game. And I don't think that they're going to be able to repeat all that stuff. Yep. Agreed. Okay. And I think, I think a couple other teams in the division got better too, which is why I asked about the 13, because a couple other teams getting just a little bit better can cost you on your wins and losses, even if you're the same talent yep. of a team. Agreed. Yeah. You can, you can drop from 13 to 11 or 12 pretty easily. Okay. So you already mentioned them. We've got the San Francisco 49ers coming up next. They're over under a set at seven and a half. Seven and a half. So I'll go okay. over on that. So I was actually I'm gonna I'm gonna take this time on the Niners. Um I, I who who do they have from BYU? You said they have someone? 
You got oh, Fred, Fred Warner. Warner, the linebacker. Defensive, should have been defensive rookie of the Calm year down. last year, and he's, he's great. He's a great rookie. Calm down. He Just wasn't saying. better than Bradley Chubb. Who won defensive rookie of the year last was, year? Bradley Chubb is. Um, I'm not even sure who won. I just know he didn't, and he should have. Well, I think you're biased. Uh, okay, so Niners, uh, you you said over on seven and a half, right? Okay. So yep. I was I was reading an article. Uh, it was uh, Bill Barnwell on ESPN.com, and he was talking about five teams that are that he predicts to make a big jump this year. And he was it, one of the teams that he mentioned was the Niners, and a stat yep. that he he mentioned that just blew me away it, guess how many interceptions the 49ers had as a team last year as a team mm, it blew you away so i'll say 31 two that's two. it i thought it was the other direction two, <laughs> two interceptions they forced, wow it was like 11 turnovers on the year as a team, wow, that's that's not good. I mean, just, For those of you, just a just not, a progression to the norm, and the Niners go from a four win team to a seven win team, and then if you you yeah. look at Garoppolo's help, that's that could be an eight nine ten win team. <laughs> yeah, two interceptions. Yeah. That's crazy. You you can and that was- you can fall down into two interceptions. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's. Balls get tipped up in the air that are neither the quarterback nor the wide receiver's fault and get intercepted yeah. in the game. Or even how many Hail Marys that don't even matter get intercepted and count statistically on the mm-hmm. last play of the half. Whatever. At the end of the half or the end of the game? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's crazy. That's- <laughs> that worked out perfectly. You pick in 31. Yeah. All right. And then uh, last in the NFC West and last for the NFC before we take a break, the Seattle yep. Seahawks at eight and a half. At eight and a half? Yep. Let's go uh, over. They got Bobby Wags from Utah State. He's a 99 mm. in Madden. How they mm. win uh, games? Best linebacker in football. Um, I, I also have the over over for the Seahawks. Yep. But so we, we disagreed on the Rams in this division. Yep. which is which is nice, but we we agree on everyone else as far as the Seahawks go. Yeah, Bobby Wagner, that defense is still going to be good. I think they've got some some good defensive linemen. They'll be able to pressure the quarterback, and I right. I, I trust Russell Wilson. But it, that said, it, with the eight and a half, I was yeah. on the fence with this one. And if they go over, it's like nine, right? Maybe. Right. Um, <laughs> as, as far as playoff teams, there were. There was one thing I wanted to mention as I was looking at these divisions when I'm looking at playoff teams. I we we are going to in a couple of weeks do an NFL preview, so we'll we'll cover the divisions in more detail, each team in more detail, and take a little bit more time with that one. But I'm looking at this, and I wouldn't be surprised to see both wild card teams in the NFC come out of the NFC North between the Bears, the Packers, and the Vikings. Right. I, I mean, those teams could just beat up on each other all year, and they each end up with ten wins. But yeah, you you've got three legitimate playoff contenders there, so that'll be interesting to watch. But out like the whole NFC, like other than 
possibly the Cowboys. Does the NFC East deserve to be in the playoffs this year? And other than the Saints, if Cam Cam gets hurt, do, does anyone from the South deserve? Like you could just fill the playoffs with NFC North and NFC West, and then the Saints and the and the Cowboys. And that's it. And maybe not even the Cowboys because they might play themselves out of it where everyone just goes, mm-hmm. why are the Cowboys in the playoffs? Why does that division have a representative? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be like nope. a 9- so- or 10-win team in the West who doesn't get to make the playoffs because the Cowboys at 8-8 eight and eight won their division. Yes. Yeah, it so- could be one of those. Which, you know, still would be better than, uh, I believe it was 2000. 2000- Nine two thousand ten, when the the Seahawks made the playoffs, winning the AFC West, or at at, at seven and nine, yeah, yeah. It's I don't think anything will be that bad this year. But uh, so that concludes our our NFC over under predictions, and we will take a short break. We'll come back with the AFC over under predictions. Again, this is the new podcast sports variety podcast a work in progress and this is your host brian priest you can find me on twitter at bpriest 24 and i'm joined by co-host josh keel so thanks for coming on josh no problem. we'll take a quick break awesome oh thank you